there. Welcome to Jake's place. Overlooking the beautiful north shore of Lake Erie. I'm your host, Tia McGrath, and this is my podcast for storytellers. Don't you fear the thunder and the fall? 
Happy New Year 2021! Well, if we thought we were going to wave a magic wand and make the insanity of 2020 disappear, I guess we were living in la-la land. Tommy, did you ever in your lifetime dream we would be witnessing a coup attempt in the United States of America? Well, I think that would be the last thing any of us would have expected or seen, but it was kind of, I don't know, telecasted for four years. This, this was where everything was headed, how, um, how things were building, how things were uncovered and exposed, uh, what was really the underbelly that was showing itself. I think uh, in, a, in, a, in a roundabout way, America had its, uh, its awakening of what is out there. It's reckoning. Yep. While everyone's passing the blame and pointing political fingers, I happened to catch one of TV's news guests, um, and they stated that it's time for a reckoning, and we all have to step up and take ownership of this mess. Not only in the States, but everywhere. I think all around the world. This is our chance to start a new year, a new dream, a new attitude, and not carry any regrets, just start over, right? Exactly right. Well, welcome to episode 15, everyone, and we hope you had a beautiful holiday season. And we are so excited about launching um, 2021 Jake's Place Songs and Tales with you in today's episode. We had some good news over the holidays, and we want to give a big shout out to Spain. Uh, We have, Tommy, tell the story, because you received the email, and and it is exciting news. The... um um, website called podstatus.com sent us an email saying that uh, the reviews that have come in out of 175 countries um, that our podcast was number one in Spain for uh, musical and interviews uh, category and number 71 in music categories. That's pretty huge yeah thank you spain thank you we love we love all our european listeners and everyone around the world for supporting jake's play songs and tales and speaking of pods we have a beautiful story of hope to start the new year off and who doesn't love a first baby of the year story but have (laughs) you heard about the first baby orca of 2021 This is an article that I found that was written by Zoe Ducklaw, who's a journalist for the North Delta Reporter in BC, Canada. It was written on January 8th. And the first orca baby of the year in BC is named Nanakawa. (laughs) Five days into 2021, researchers spotted a new calf hopping along beside its mother off northern Vancouver Island. The well-loved, well-documented A5 orca pod is part of the northern resident population of orcas that roam between southeast Alaska and Oregon. The A5 pod spends a lot of time in and around the North Island. The new calf was born to Midsummer, who is officially known as A69, who has two other children known as Fern and Elliot. Midsummer's mother is Ripple, and she is a ma- one of the matriarchs of the pod whose older sister, Corky, was captured and is in the San Diego 
SeaWorld. The new baby is named Nakao, which means to return home in Kuala. I'm sure, I'm, please forgive me for that, First Nations, um, for getting that wrong, but it, I believe it's Kwa Kuala. Fisheries and oceans researchers Jared Towers said mom and baby look healthy judging by their size. The slight pink tinge in the calf's white spots indicate how young it is. When Towers spotted the pod on January 5th, he estimated it was less than one week old. Towers quickly called Alexandra Morton, who moved to the area in 1984 specifically to study the A5 pod. After more than 20 years, the celebrated orca family has ventured back into an old haunt near the North Island. Apparently, the A5 pod stopped coming to that area around 1995 when a fish farm company started using acoustic harassment devices to deter seals. The fish farming industry questions the connection, but the family did not return, despite the acoustic deterrence being silenced in 1997. They didn't know it would chase the whales away, but it did. DFO very quickly prohibited them when they realized. It had been an effort to not shoot seals, but it led to a greater understanding of how sensitive whales are to sounds. Orcas are vocal creatures. Their communication is so sophisticated that each family has a distinct dialect. Isn't that cool? That's very cool. Mm-hmm. The seal deterrent devices pulsed out 198 decibels of sound. That's like the equivalent of a jet engine. Or a Who concert. Or Tommy's snoring. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Department of Fisheries and Ocean Researcher Jared Towers was trailing them on January 5th through Blackfish Sound south of Archipelago when the family of nine, led by 40-year-old matriarch Ripple, who is officially named A43, <laughs> swam up Fife Sound, a place she would have visited as a youngster. The matriarchs are the ones who lead orcapods and are in charge of remembering their routes. And it seems Ripple had learned well. Morton said, it's a sign of healing that they have decided it's safe to go back in there. And Towers said, seeing a family take the newest pod member into the traditional feeding grounds for the first time in decades brought a well-needed sense of hope to start the new year. And in honor of our new baby whale, our new baby orca, Nanakao, <laughs> I'd like to play my song, Baby I Want You, Baby I Need You, Baby I Love You, from Jules Cafe. You walked in right out of the blue Lately my dreams are all coming true I can't explain what I'm going through Never loved like this before You stole my heart and for now and evermore Baby, I want you Baby, I need you Oh, I 
the fall of 2019, back in the good old days when we were on the road with Jake. <laughs> the good old days. Oh, man. We were we were visiting schools across Canada with our Jake the Road Dog Songs and Tales event. And we were visiting a school in East End, Saskatchewan. Having the greatest time. I was reading a chapter from Jake the Road Dog. We played a few songs live. Jake was with us, stealing the show, of course. <laughs> I thought we had Michael Jackson with us, the way the kids swarmed him when we came into the school. They, just, <laughs> they were just, these 50 or 60 kids just came running out of every corner going, oh my God, look at Jake. And they just swarmed him. And it was like, he was eating it up too. Getting selfies with him yep. <laughs> and, and <laughs> potographs. Yeah. <laughs> I think we were, at, we were at that point cleaning up the sound system or tearing down the sound system while Jake was soaking it all up. And, uh, and we did a little Q&A. And do you remember there was this really cool kid, Burke, who asked you a million questions about guitars? Well, anytime I can talk about me and my guitars, always a, a nice opportunity. It was fun answering those que- questions. Well, it just so happens that Burke and his brother Mason have written and recorded and released a video on YouTube and Spotify themselves. 
It was brought to my attention, and it's called Home to Me. I was so blown away and touched by the video when I saw it, and so proud of the boys that I um, reached out to their mom, Melissa, and asked if, for permission if we could include it in our podcast show. We want to help these guys get the word out there, get them, get them on the map. And Melissa came back and gave me some more information, and of course said yes, they would be excited. So we're really, we're really rooting for these boys. Um, the band is called the Osinski Brothers, which is Burke and Mason, the brothers. It's on their own label, which is called Distro Kid. It was recorded in Frontier, Saskatchewan by producer Corey Miller, and Corey is also Burke's guitar teacher. We'll put their contact information up at the end. So if you guys want to reach out and just give them a big hello and a and, uh, big thumbs up and support the video, that'd be awesome. Mason tells us he wrote the chorus of the song while playing street hockey and basketball on the driveway by himself in the summer of 2018. Later that winter, he wrote the verses to the song on a chairlift rides <laughs> when he was skiing. <laughs> When we returned home from skiing, he played around with it on the piano and wrote down the words and chords. In the summer of 2019, we were at the lake and we asked the boys to prepare some songs for campfire. Aww. And it was then that Mason asked Burke to play along with them. That was the first time the family heard the song and it's been a family favorite ever since. And they had them record it for a keepsake. Oh my gosh. See, this is how it happens, people. Just, you know, live your dream. Just get it out there. Get the songs out into the universe, right? This is what it is all about. I was just talking to my good friend Drake Jensen about that, and we were talking about how just throw the songs out into the universe and see what comes back. Let your hearts be open to receive big things this year. That happened to one of us with our songs that happened to us, Tommy, with one of our songs called All of Us. Do you remember that? Oh, wow. That was a great experience of just throwing the songs into the universe and see what happens. And we ended up getting this call from Australia. Out of the blue, I'm sitting at home in my pajamas and bunny slippers, and we get this call that a producer in Australia had, had heard All of Us and wanted to use it in a commercial, TV commercial, to promote multiculturalism and diversity. And there, and from there it led to being played in 2010 um, at World Youth Day on the big Videotron in front of the Pope and everyone. So we're really praying, we're really praying and hoping that um, for uh, Burke and Mason, that this will just, just open the door to brilliant things for them. So without further ado, here's Yasinski Brothers with Home to Me. Listen, I don't know, I don't know what you're thinking But I just gotta go, so let's go to a place where we can party all night And all this, so come on, cause we can't be late Life on, we can 
and sing along to our favorite song. Come with me on a drive through a paradise where we can laugh and sing and have the best time of life. I don't know if you can see, but this place is home to me. Maybe it's a small town in a valley with the scoop bar. Okay, that gave me the chill bumps. Oh my gosh. I mean, the vocal range is amazing. It's like up there with the Steve Perry's and the Getty Lee's. What do you think, Tommy? Um, I'm just trying to, how old are they? They're young boys. They're teenagers. Jeez Louise. I mean, I was 16 trying to learn how to play my guitar and I wasn't that cool. 
you guys. You guys rock. And uh, we hope all your friends and everyone is, is just really enjoying that as much as we, we do. Thank you, guys. And thank you, Melissa, for giving us permission. And thank you, Julie Kerr, my cousin, who is, is one of the teachers at East End and who, who actually sent me that video and said, take a listen to this. This is, uh, this is the Osinski Brothers. And we are so proud of you guys. I'm going to cry. Wow. <laughs> uh, speaking of family, I have a beautiful cousin, my mom's cousin, Lisa. And Lisa's always traveling the world, doing all kinds of things. I call her my gypsy soul sister because we are the ones in the family who are just always gone, always on the road, always doing something. And you never know what Lisa's up to, but she's just the most amazing, amazing person. She comes to all of our shows when she can. Um, but before Christmas, I was chatting with her on the phone because we can't get together because of social distancing. When she shared with me that she's been volunteering for a nonprofit organization called Please Bring Me Home. I wanted to hear more about it. And after she filled me in on the incredible work they are doing, I just knew we had to help somehow. So Lisa put me in touch with Nick Oldreeve, and in a minute I'm going to play the Zoom interview that we did. But before we do that, I want to read what's on their website because I do not want anyone to miss this. The website is pleasebringmehome.com. They are a federally recognized non-for-profit corporation. Their mission is to solicit anonymous tips regarding cold case missing persons across Canada. It says our goal is to find the missing and bring them home to their family and friends. The group was founded in early 2018 by Nick Oldreeve, Matthew Knopper, and Melissa Harwood. Although the history of the organization stretches back to early 2016, in total, Please Bring Me Home and its members have assisted in locating 17 missing people, two of whom were deceased. While we do accept anonymous tips, we are also active in the field, speaking with family, friends, and anyone who might hold the key to these disappearances. It is an uncomfortable reality that those who know key details about these disappearances often do not wish to speak with law enforcement. This is where we come in. We are not concerned with the criminality of these cases, but only in locating the missing. Originally, our primary focus was on seven cases within Gray and Bruce counties. In the fall of 2019, following the CTV W5 episode, which focused on our work to find missing people, this all changed. Due to the influx of requests from family members wanting to help to find their loved ones, and from former members of law enforcement wanting to join us, we expanded our scope to include missing persons from across Canada. We are committed to raising awareness and keeping missing, missing persons cases in the public eye. The Please Bring Me Home team is made up of various people who possess a wide range of skills. Search and rescue experts, forensic anthropologists, previous law enforcement, private investigators, underwater ROV experts, ground-penetrating radar experts, criminologists, and human detective dogs. It is true in most cases that someone knows something, and quite often several people hold that key piece of information, 
We need these people to come forward to help complete the puzzle. We pray that people will finally have the courage to come forward and speak the truth, if for nothing else, to bring these people home. People often comment, I might know something, but I doubt it's important. We can assure you that all information is relevant in completing the picture. All tips will remain anonymous. If you have a tip, we recommend you contact your local police department, OPP or RCMP. You can also contact Crime Stoppers, which is anonymous. However, if you prefer to leave us an anonymous tip, please click on their Submit Anonymous Tip button, and they have a hotline, which is 1-226-702-2728. And again, Tommy will post all this at the end of our show. And here is my interview with Nick Aldreve from Please Bring Me Home. Nick Aldreve, thank you so much for taking the time to visit with us here today and for everything you and your remarkable group of volunteers are doing at Please Bring Me Home. And how are you doing today? I'm doing well, thanks. Thanks for having uh, me on the show. And like you said, anything that can kind of help promote our cases and let people know they can reach out to us if they need help. Um, that's, that's what we're after. So. The first question I'd like to ask is, what would you like our Jake's Place podcast listeners around the world to know about Please Bring Me Home that isn't on your goals page? One of the things we talk about often, but it's hard to... Uh, put into words is just that semblance of hope that we're trying to convey that there's always hope um, and and we can be that squeaky wheel for the families because at, at some point they're they don't know where to go next and what to do and we are that where to go and we are that what to do we'll we'll do what we can to find those answers for you um, and just provide hope knowing we want to make sure the families know no stone is going to be left unturned and we're going to keep pushing on until we find answers. Do you push on? How long is the longest case taken you? Uh, I guess like Lisa Moss, we started five years ago. And so that was the very first one we started with. And we only had her case for a year and a half before we took on any others. Um, So, I mean, we have cases from 1963. I think that's our oldest case. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just these cases that very quickly at law enforcement agencies, by no fault of the law enforcement agency, uh, case a missing person's case can reach the bottom of the pile very quickly. And with us, they're always at the top of our pile, the cold cases, because that's all we do. We don't focus on anything else. It's just those. Um, so putting that effort towards cases as if they just happened yesterday. That's kind of our motto. And do the cases come to you or do you actually call the police and and the RCMP and just talk to them and say, which ones would you recommend? Or do you sort through the files and pick which one grabs your heart? How does that work? When we first started five years ago, it was us reaching out to the families. Um, and we only did that for the Gray and Bruce County cases. So there, there's five cases from Gray and Bruce County that we reached out to to say, okay, let's let's see what we can do here. Um, just the cold cases that were forgotten about. After W5 aired in October, 
in 2020, gosh, I don't even know, um, then we, uh, sorry, obviously not, not 2020, 2019. Right. We, um, we began getting calls all across Canada from families that needed help. And it was at that time we started an intake process. So the families now reach out to us. After that happens, we then reach out to the appropriate law enforcement detachment, RCMP, OPP, um, local agency, whichever, just to let them know, hey, we're going to be in your kitchen for a minute. We do not want to open your fridge without asking your permission. Right. But, but we're going to look into it anyway. We just kind of want to start this flow of, of communication with you. Right. Um, so we don't, we don't necessarily get anything from law enforcement. We just let them know this is what we're doing. And if we get any information in, we make sure we give it to the appropriate person in the law enforcement agency. Oh, that, that's amazing. We have a song called Hope is Everything, which I truly believe. Hope is everything. You, you've mentioned this is, a, mm-hmm. this is based on hope right and um, we Uh have to keep believing we have to keep believing that and so for all those families out there who are hoping to find your loved one we're sending our love and prayers to you um is there something from the goal page that you specifically want mentioned that you want to highlight There is always something that can be done. There is, there's never, there's no such thing as a dead end, in in my opinion. Mm -hmm. There's always a route to go. If we're not getting information in, then we have to put something out there to the public to, to, to gain information in. We, I mean, like the best example is Shelley DeRoche from London, Ontario. She went missing. And we ended up making a, some may say controversial decision to reach out to a website that allows um, men and women to display escort services. And we reached out to them because Shelley DeRoche was a escort okay. um, in the London, Ontario area. We reached out to them. That's the audience we need to reach mm-hmm. are the people that... Um, use escort services so they ended up putting an ad up on their website for Shelley DeRoche because that's the audience we need to meet no one's ever done that before it wasn't an idea anyone thought of so there's always something that can be done and it's an out-of-the-box idea that may bring new information forward right right so you had to reach out to some people in her circle uh, yeah yeah. A, a lot of these people that are connected to some of these cases especially if they led a you know not so gentle lifestyle yeah um, a lot of the people that we communicate with are not great people to communicate with but we have to we don't put ourselves in danger but we reach out uh, in hopes of creating a dialogue mm-hmm. and how is um i imagine now you have to also include social media like facebook and whatever because a lot of oh, yeah. people will have information on their on their social accounts that could lead you. Do, do they work with you? Do the social media companies work with you well, or do you have? Is that hard to get by them? There, there's so many privacy yeah. laws around, like gaining access. For we just went through it with um, Josh Lewinwhite, who went missing from Nova Scotia. There's been activity on his Snapchat. Mm-hmm. So whether that means 
he is alive and using his Snapchat or whether that means um, somebody has his phone and is using his Snapchat. Snapchat will not allow us any information on where that's being used, how it's being used. And the RCMP attachment in Nova Scotia has also reached out and they're unable to get that. So now by saying that, it all depends on who you get on the phone. Sometimes they'll be able to tell you some things to help you, but they won't really put anything in writing that you can use to push it further. So, you know, it's um, difficult. yeah, that that's, I'm just thinking, wouldn't it be, um, maybe we should start proposing that to these social media companies that in, in chance that anything happened to me, you know, whatever, because Tommy and I are on the road all the time and, you know, performing until COVID and, or, or maybe have a form that you submit on behalf of yourself to to say Facebook and say, hey, you know, in the event that something happens and people are trying to find me, I give permission that they can use, you know, kind of thing. That's a great idea. I've never thought of that. That's a great idea, reaching out to them and um, maybe it's something that's added when you start up your social media yeah. account, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, that you give so-and-so permission at this number yeah. to gain access to my account or whatever. Yeah, that's a great idea. I never thought of that. It could be included see? Right in there. Yeah, see? Here Out of the box idea. It's This is why it's so important to communicate because it's you you get these ideas and they're just, yeah, that's, that's a that's great idea. On a personal level, I, I was reading through um, all the amazing people and their bios of how they got involved in Please Bring Me Home and a little bit of their backstory and everyone seems to have an incredible reason and a passion for why they got involved in the first place. Could Are you comfortable with sharing why you wanted to get involved and how this whole process and this whole journey has helped change you as a person mm-hmm. and um, sure. to grow as a person? Um, I guess, gosh, that's a, I'm trying to figure out how to start this one. It's, I, I say this all the time when, cause I do the interviews for when people join along with the appropriate other director. And one of the things we always say is you can have an incredible resume with so much experience for investigations, but if you don't have the drive and the passion for this, then you won't succeed, no matter what your resume is. If, if you have that, if you don't know the answer, but you have the drive to find that answer, then you're gonna succeed with this organization. So that above all else needs to be always at the forefront. Um, that with me, I mean, I'm, I'm not typically one to toot my own horn, but I've always had that drive for this. Yeah. And it, w- it started with just curiosity. How can it be that decades can go by and nobody be found and everybody has heard about this case and everyone's talking about it, but how is it that, that the person can't be found? I had such a hard time understanding that five years ago and that's why I got involved and I am stubborn to the core, so here we are. Um, I'm always wanting to find new new ways to succeed with this. Um, I came into this bull in a china shop. Get out of my way, this is what I'm doing, and if you don't like it, get off the train. Um, I have become much more patient and it's because I've seen people come in to the organization, bull in China shop, this is how I'm going to do it. And I've been able to see them change 
and become more patient and more understanding and changing their approaches on how they um, speak to families, speak to tipsters. So that helped me become more patient. And just no matter what, always getting back to the goal. What are we, what are we trying to do? Mm-hmm. We're trying to provide hope. We will find the answers if we can continue to push that hope and we believe that we can find something. We will do what we can to find it um, and not trying to get clouded with all this other stuff with organizations that maybe disagree with us and people that disagree with us and not not worrying about that as much anymore. It's a process. Um, it's a process that I imagine yeah. you have to just let evolve and, and, and kind of have a life of its own, don't you? That's right. So yeah. The people are... Do, do you find that their spirits are reaching out to you a lot of times that they're wanting to be found. And so in a, in a spiritual way, it will, the process will work itself out as long as you guys are diligent and taking one step at a time, like you said, being patient, being hopeful and listening yeah. and really keep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. I do believe so. We've had a great deal of psychic, psychic mediums, um, reach out to us as well and even families that say I just feel like my family member is here and is hopeful and uh, we, we take all that in um, if you don't believe I mean that's another thing I, I'm not I'm not one to say if something's real or not because because I don't know so if somebody is saying that uh this person does want to be found. This person has been really loud lately, you know, rooting you guys on. Who am I to say that's not true? That's right. Follow every lead. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, we have listeners around the world. Do you do you ever get useful tips come in from outside of Canada that, that have helped find someone? Yeah, it's, it's peculiar. Like, none that have led to uh, any any anyone but you know somebody from the states will or the united states or gosh what was the last one came from somewhere that i hadn't even heard of um not the last one but one of the one of the last ones and just even with an idea or hey i came across this i saw this photo and it looks like one of your missing people on your on your site could that be um i think it was it was somewhere in brazil i believe uh, but anyways, it's, it is all over the place. Please bring me home is becoming a name everywhere, even though we only hold Canadian cases currently. Okay. Um, it, uh, you know, human curiosity is just yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And, and until recently everyone yeah. in airports and everything else, you just never know. Yeah. Do you, right? yeah. 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 Um, again, that anonymous tip line number is one two two six seven zero two two seven two eight. And also um, on your website, you have a, um, an area to donate and I'm sure you appreciate any kind of donations or if anyone wants to get involved, you have all the information on there. I saw. Yes, and, and donations are important uh, only because we, if we bring canines or ground penetrating radar or we need excavation equipment, um, that money would go towards that. Uh, nobody gets paid an hourly or a salary. This is all a volunteer basis, but if we can provide mileage excuse me, and lodging to the experts that we need to come down to do these searches, then we'd like to try to provide that. It can be used to print flyers off for these missing persons cases, um, advertisement campaigns, 
anything we can do to bring these people home. Okay, that's wonderful. And again, all that information is on your website. And uh, before we let you go, I just want to say um, thank you so much to all of you for your compassion and, and incredible human spirit. This is, uh, this is something I just feel so drawn to, and I'm just hoping we can make a, a difference today. Even Maybe we did with the, with the, the social media idea. <laughs> yeah, it was a great idea. I am going to push that through. That's a great idea. We actually have a board meeting coming up, so I'm going to bring that up. So. Wonderful. Thank, and thank you very much, Tia, for, for taking the time to do this for, and that's from Please Bring Me Home, that's from the families, because uh, anything to promote those cases is, is fantastic. So. Well, you are more than welcome. And anytime you want to come back, if you if you have um, a great news story, you know that you want to share, or just something you want to follow up with, we're we're here to help. Yeah. In our little great. way. Great. Okay. So thank you so. I much. will hold you to that. Okay. Awesome. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks to you. Bye bye. Bye. like I'm fighting on a battlefield Every day a thousand landmines Sometimes the fear can seem so real I wonder if I'll make it through this time Giving up And it's not in me Anyhow I hear you say It really can't hurt that much But you're not In my skin right now I just need To say
Tommy, this has been quite the episode, number 15. I really hope we do some good with this one. It's pretty powerful stuff. Thank you again to Nick Aldrey from Please Bring Me Home for sharing that, that really amazing information and for everything that they're doing. And for the Asinski Brothers for sharing your beautiful song called Home to Me. And again, the way we started off with our little baby pod our newest member of the pod, to the Orca Whale A5 pod. We wish all of you a beautiful, beautiful start to 2021. May you stay safe and healthy at home, as many of us are still around the world, self-isolating. And just be careful, guys. And please keep those emails coming because we love to hear from you here at Jake's Place Songs and Tales. And until next time, let yourself be crazy beautiful and find the song in your heart. Tom and I are just tickled to death that you took time out of your busy schedule to stop by and visit us today at Jake's Place Songs and Tales. We hope you enjoyed the show and will consider becoming a subscriber. You can find us and subscribe at your favorite podcast provider. If you're interested in becoming an underwriter or would just like to drop us a line, we'd love to hear from you. Please send all your feedback, comments, inquiries, ideas for future shows to tiamagraph.com forward slash Jake's Place. There you'll find our comments section, as well as our Lake Country store. Check out some of our cool merchandise, Jake the Road Dog Book, and of course our CDs. You mean the world to us, and Tommy and I are just so thankful to be sharing this beautiful road dog journey with you, one paw print at a time. Until our next episode... Let yourself be crazy beautiful, find the song in your heart, and hey, still some meat on that bone, Jake.